Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What is happening, you guys? It's another beautiful day. Uh, you got Dave Mormon here, your home service business coach, coming at you with another live episode here. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. You know, you get a new episode here early every Friday morning, so you can close out your week on a strong note. And a lot of these people, um, a lot of the listeners listen actually on the weekend. So it's nice to get some fresh content rolling into your weekend. So um, we're going to be diving in today, as the title says, talking about how to actually get you off the truck. As you know, I like to bring free practical advice here uh, to you, the listener, so that you can grow your business, you can scale it. It's all about achieving uh, what I call fit in your business, more freedom, more income, and more time. If you're able to do that, well, you'd probably keep your business as long as you can because uh, if you're getting freedom, income, and time from your business and you can get your time down to like, 10, 15 hours a week. Um, that's like a pretty sweet spot to live in, uh, to own an asset like a business where you can really get that result from your business. Now, most home service business owners are listening to this. They're just like, man, Dave, there's no way I can get fit. I'm so busy working on the truck. So we're going to be doing a bit of a deep dive there uh, into how we can get you off the truck. But before we dive in, We've got two sponsors on this show that help power this show. Um, the first one's Jobber. Uh, we use Jobber every single day uh, for my pressure washing business. It helps us schedule, create quotes, collect payments, send invoices. Uh, it syncs up with QuickBooks and just keeps us organized. I'm a huge fan of keeping things simple. I'm kind of a little bit of a minimalist. I don't want tons of apps on my phone. I just want things that are necessary in my life and Jobber is one of those necessities. So if you're running a, a home service business and you're trying to grow it, um, you definitely wanna go about it professionally. You wanna get on some type of a, a field service management software. For us, it's Jobber. Um, so I've linked up for you in the show notes a, a link you can click on, gets you a free trial, gets you 20% off as well for your first half year using the software. So you're definitely gonna save a good chunk of money um, going, uh, going with Jobber, if, if that is of interest to you. The second uh, show sponsor is uh, one of our newest sponsors, actually, is Nice Job. Uh, nice Job helps us get tons of five-star reviews for my company. So we uh, have a few hundred reviews now on Google, and it's a great, easy way for clients. As soon as you're done the job, it, uh, you can get a five-star review right on your Google My Business. The other cool thing of both sponsors is they actually both work together um, and funny enough, they're both Canadian companies. So if uh, you're listening in uh, in Canada, it's always nice to support local. Um, but nice job actually syncs with jobbers. So when you're done a job, uh, you can just close out the job and the customer will get texted and emailed a uh, follow up where they can leave you a five star review. So super, super cool stuff. Uh, I'm not huge on pushing stuff that I don't believe in, but we uh, do use both these softwares in my company. And I'm a big fan of both of them. So if you're looking to level up your business, check them out. And I'll put uh, a link to Nice Job as well. So you can give that 
a little bit of a look as well. So let's transition in here. Um, I did circulate out a little while ago. I've got a, a PDF guide um, on, on how to get off the truck. So, you know, not everyone in this industry like really loves to learn by reading. But if you do want that guide, um, you can always just ping me over an email, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. Just say, hey, Dave, where where's the guide at? Get me off the truck. Um, I'll shoot that over your way. But this is going to be more of a deep dive um, on how to actually get yourself off the truck in your home service business. So first off, the stat is you got to know like about 90% of home service business owners get stuck with the owner working on the truck. You know, you have this limited mindset where there's a labor shortage. No one wants to do the labor work. No one can do it as good as I can. If anything's going to get done, I got to do it in my business. You might be thinking that in your business right now. So it's a very small way of thinking, um, to be honest with you. And if you're listening, I might just need to call you out right now. Um, in order for you to grow your business, you got to get really good at delegating. If you can't get yourself off the truck and you can't delegate, your business is never really going to grow beyond $150,000 of work. <clears throat> now, this podcast is really geared towards people who want to grow, who want to scale their business. Um, I don't really speak too much to the owner operators who hit hundred thousand and they're like, you know what? I'm so happy doing this. If I could do a hundred grand every year, I'll do nothing else. I don't want employees. I don't want stress. And I like to go away for four months of the year and shut the business down. Those aren't really the people I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to the people that are like, Hey, I want to scale up my business. I want to take it to the next level. What do I need to do to put systems in place, to put employees in place, to get enough jobs to be able to have this business run without me, right? That's the difference of a job versus a business. We all know a lot of home service business owners own jobs within their own business. So personally, I'd rather own one or the other. I wanna either own a job and work for someone and make a good living, or I wanna own a business and have the business run whether or not I'm there. The worst place you can get trapped in is in the middle where you're doing $150,000, but you own a job in your own business. So just be very, very clear on that. I'm not saying one way is better or the other, but my mindset is that of enterprising mode and I want to get my business scaled up. I want to have it run without me and I'm going to work really hard to put systems in place to make that a reality. So um, you got to, first of all, establish what you want out of your business and then you can kind of move on to step two of actually building it. So let's carry on here with actually this, this guide. I'm gonna dive in because the first thing we gotta do is recognize what is the opportunity cost of you being on the truck every single day, day in, day out. What are you actually giving up because you're on the truck every day? So things you might be giving up when you're on the truck every day, just to rattle off a few here. First of all, in-person estimates, those kind of go out the window when you're on the truck all day. You can stuff them in for the evening or the weekend, but then you can say goodbye to your family time. So that's one thing goes out the window too. Answering calls and scheduling more jobs. If you're up on a ladder scrubbing down windows, uh, you're probably gonna miss a lot of calls. You're not gonna have your CRM in front of you to actually schedule jobs and plan out routes properly. Uh, three, you're going to miss marketing opportunities. You could be door knocking or flyering or putting up signs to get more leads, get more business in the door. Four, social media updates to spread the word about your company. 
um, five, you could be preparing a second truck to get it on the road so you can actually do more business. Um, what about following up with customers, making sure they're happy, getting those Google reviews? You're missing that. Um, how about just other in-person meetups with other local service business owners? Like for me, every second Friday, I'm usually at a Starbucks with a either a competitor or someone who owns another home service business, or I'm just catching up with a friend for coffee. I had one two weeks ago, just on the Starbucks patio with uh, a friend of mine who has a carpet cleaning business here uh, and he scaled it up and we share a lot of this similar challenges and it's just good to check in. So, you know, you're foregoing all those meetings as well. So you got to know that when you're on the truck doing the thing, you are kind of doing like $20 an hour work, give or take where you are. It could even be like as low as $10. It could be as much as $25, but anywhere in there, that's what you're effectively valuing your time at when you're going out to crush out these jobs. So those six, seven things I just rattled off, those things are worth like $50 or $100 or $200 an hour tasks. You know, not all of them like delivering flyers, that's fairly low entry level work, but um, doing things like preparing the your truck to get on the road or in-person selling, those are like really important things that you, the business owner, want to be really taken care of. Um, you know, there's tasks in our business which are very, very, very important, but not very urgent. And so um, preparing that second truck, that would be very, very important. Let's get more work in. Let's double our efforts and get more production going, therefore making more money. But, you know, if you don't actually set it up right, well, then it's not going to serve you very good as you as you grow your business here. So you really got to make sure that you're valuing your time for where like we all have the same amount of hours every day. You got to figure out where is going to be the best return on the time that I'm actually investing into my business. So when you're just going every single day, you're on the truck, on the truck, doing the jobs. Um, you can actually kind of like develop a little bit of ego around this too, where you're like, Hey, my customers specifically request me, you know, my name is Tom and my clients want me cause I'm the best and no one can do it as good as me. I'm just so good. Like your head just swells up so big. I would almost be thinking the other way. Like, um, you've actually done like a horrible job systematizing and delegating in your business where you've just built this hub and spoke model where all the customers request you because you're the best at it and you haven't actually been able to transfer that skill set to an employee and train them up. So that's how I would see it. Um, again, I'm approaching this as this like enterprising entrepreneur mindset mode where I'm always thinking like scale, how can we grow this? How can I replace myself? And the reality is in any business, like if an employee can do a task, I would say 70 to 80% as good as you can then you want to be offloading that to your employees and getting them trained up. So I don't want you to have any ego around this, you know, thinking you're the only one that can do it. People request you like you've done a really poor job setting up your business properly if that's the case. And again, if people are requesting you, then you're just going to have a job all the time. And I would rather go work for somebody else and have way less stress than have to deal with all the stress of a business owner and then having to go and do the job as well. So let's be very clear. There's an opportunity cost here with your time as a business owner when you're going actually out doing all the things in your business. Um, 
doing the actual cleaning or doing the plumbing or doing the irrigation or cutting the grass or painting the house, whatever the thing is, doesn't matter. The reality is um, that's just the business you're in. And like, honestly, guys, if you own like a painting business, painting houses is like literally like 20% of the business, I would say like the physical painting of the business, there's 80% of other things that need to get done, like marketing, like sales, like scheduling, um, like financial work, like recruiting, like retention, team meetings, vision casting, like who's going to do all those things if you're out painting houses. So I'm just going to harp on this point so much because it's like some business owners are just so wrapped up in their ego. And they're like, if you've been in business, like longer than seven years doing it, the thing you're doing, you're going to be like really difficult to coach because your mindset's just going to be set in this way. Uh, it's going to be next to impossible to break that down. So generally you want to try to get this stuff pretty early. One, two, three, four, five years in business, you get stuck, you get frustrated and you think what, what's the better way I need to get some help, coach me, tell me what to do. So I'm going to assume that we're pretty clear on like you knowing that the best value of your time is not out in the field. But to those of you listening, you're going to be like, oh, Dave, like I get it. Like it's low level work, yet my helper keeps bailing and I'm always having to go out there. Like I get that text message at seven in the morning. That's like I'm sick again for the third time this week and I got to go out in the heat crush out these jobs till 6 p.m. Then I come home, then I have all this office work to do. My family wants me to hang out with them. I have no time. The customers are calling like, let's move to that stage now where you're like, hey, I've established there's a huge opportunity cost here, um, but how on earth do you go about getting somebody to do the thing that you do? So I've made a lot of content around this with recruiting people on your team. But first, I, what I want to do is walk through five very simple, practical tips that you can do to get yourself off the truck. Number one, document out the 20 things you do on every job site. So from the moment you pull the truck up to the job site to finishing collecting the payment, write it out in point form as a very simple checklist. So you're going to call the customer on the way, tell them you're on the way coming to do their service. That's step one. Step two, you knock on the door. What do you say? Where are you standing? What are you wearing? Um, do you have covers on your boots or do you not? Um, do you knock? Do you ring the doorbell? How do you stand at the door? Like that's the level of detail I want to see in this guide. It should only be like a few pages, but try boil it down to like 20 things or so. Like for us at my pressure washing company, we have a 10 step checklist, the 10 things you need to do on the job site. You do this and then you do this and then you do this and then you go do this. So as I say document, I want to have like a typed out list, but I also want to see like a couple pictures as well. So if you're running a plumbing company and you're fixing, say, unclogging a drain, like if you have a plumbing company, I imagine people call you for their drain backed up, their drain is backed up. You probably get that call every single week. I would be going in, fixing it, yet taking pictures and maybe short videos as I do the fix, explaining what I'm doing. You know, maybe you let the customer know you're gonna be recording some training videos this week um, to help with future training and there'll be no sensitive information of their house, literally just like a drain and a sink could be, you know, anybody's sink in the whole world. So recording that, taking pictures, then you go home that night, start building out a small operations manual for what you have to do on site. So before you even recruit anyone, 
I want to have this stuff built out of like very simple systematized processes for what I'm doing on the job site. The last thing you want to do is hire someone on Indeed and be like, here's your job site address. Here's the keys. Go do the job. Like it's going to be a dumpster fire. You need to have this like set piece of processes that you can actually point somebody to. And eventually you got to systematize your whole business. Like you got to do this. Um, not just in the field for technicians, but you got to do it in the office. You need a sales process. You need things for your general manager that you're going to have. So I'm not here to overwhelm me right now, but if there's one magic wand I could fix with the industry would be getting the owner off the job site. If you could do that, like the world would be a better place. So that's like such a huge thing that I'm passionate about is, you know, you know, you got to work on your business. It's next to impossible to work on your business when you're in the field all the time. So I understand you got to eat and you got to pay rent, pay the bills, gas up the car. But once you can get to this like base level of living and your pricing is actually correct um, and you know how to make the phone ring, then it's time to go out and hire somebody. And I'm not going to be hiring someone until I have those 20 things documented. So if you haven't done that, do that already. Step two, <clears throat> assuming documentation gets done, you want to find a helper to bring to the job site. So even if it's not long term, you want to have this helper film you with a camera while you explain the different things you're doing on site. Compile a few hours of footage on the camera. Now you can always edit these videos later. And they, remember, they don't have to be a Hollywood production, but you want to have someone at least filming you. So you can be training your helper while they're filming you on something as simple as an iPhone. So you've got the documentation. That's great but I'd also want to have some video there just to back it up. It might be a little bit challenging to video yourself. So if you're ever training a helper, I would just get them to film you and document what's going on. So that's step two, you know, technicians don't want to read on and on and on. And you, the business owner, like chances are like me, you probably have ADD. You're just like, okay, I don't want to read more than a hundred words. Like, just tell me what I got to do. Videos are great for that. Just short little explanatory videos. You can explain what's going on. Step three, type out one page for each service you provide. At my washing business, we have six services. We have one page for each. How do you do this? Now you might think, oh, Dave, so easy. You're cleaning windows. I would do a one page type out for exterior painting, a one page type out for interior painting. Keep it simple and only put on there what's absolutely necessary. So you want to have the steps to perform each service. So you want to tell me in point form, how do you clean exterior windows? How do you clean gutters? <clears throat> how do you set up the pressure washer? You got to keep it as simple as possible. Again, you're training technicians. You're not training people who have their PhD at Harvard. We're not getting in the weeds with crazy level of detail because no one's going to read that. Keep it very simple. You can go into more detail for on-the-job training. But for now, we just want to have a basic one-page guide. If you want it, if you can't do it in one page, do it in two pages. Just keep it simple because um, no one's going to read it otherwise. Simple, simple, simple. Simplicity scales have a one pager for each service that you provide. Four, this is a huge one. I'm hugely passionate on this and I'm going to drop it on you right now. Number four, take one day off a week and don't schedule yourself for any work in the field. So important. I'm going to read it again. Take one day off a week and don't schedule yourself for any work in the field. So I'm talking, if you're looking at this next week, I'm literally blocking off Thursday as if it's like a Sabbath holiday. I'm not booking any work in the field. 
no estimates. I'm spending the full day making these point form lists. I'm creating training videos and I'm preparing myself to bring someone into my business. And there's a lot of nice learning software guys you can use. You can look at um, Trainual. You can Google that. Um, we like to use Talent LMS. Um, Talent LMS. We like to use. Um, it's free or very cost effective. I'm not even sure exactly, but it's it's very cost effective to get videos up there. Short downloads, um, short quizzes. You can just start building out your own little school. And guys, you gotta think like, if you're running Bob's pressure washing, Bob. If you're gonna run this for ten years and you want to scale this you're probably going to hire like 300 people in the next 10 years. So let's think about this at a high level. Do you want to bring on one by one and just train them on the job site? And then Bill's going to quit on the second week. And then you got to do it all over with Tom. And then you got to do it with John, then with David, and then with Paul, and then with Steve. I'm running out of names here, but you get the idea. Of course, you don't want to do that. You want to have a library you can point to so that when you bring on these guys and they quit, on to the next, on to the next. Here's your login. Go through the training. So now when people quit my company, obviously we don't like it if they're a good fit, but at least we have now a library. And that's something where like that's the IP of your business, right? The intellectual property of your business is in those training systems. So you've got to get those dialed in. And that only happens with your keen attention as a business owner to being like, okay, Let's see, there's no physical product I'm selling. My product is my people. Therefore, it would probably make sense to build out like a training program to get these people so trained up. So that's just like the level of awareness you need to have rather than running from like, oh my goodness, I have 10 grand on the schedule. I need to get a helper. Craigslist ad, indeed. Quick phone call. Can you start tomorrow? Yep. Okay, let's go. Like you're just absolutely setting yourself up for a disaster. It's like, literally going on a blind date and then proposing at the end of the date. You know, I had a really, I had a really fun time getting to know you over this one hour coffee. Do you want to get married to me? It's just like, guys, you got like, literally that's probably a pretty spot on analogy for what most home service businesses do. You got a date, then you got to get engaged and then you got to get married. And so you want to have this stuff built out so you go about it in a very wise systematic process otherwise you're just scaling chaos and that's what most home service business owners do they scale chaos and they never actually free themselves up from their business so take that one day off a week for my students that i coach it's thursdays we're on coaching calls on thursdays and then they're off the rest of the day um, to be system building and some of them who are very entrenched in the field will do like a half day off so if, if you can't do a full day, if you think I'm talking from Mars here, do a half day off, but you gotta schedule that time off. Otherwise you just stay in your business. I don't want you grinding on evenings. I don't want you grinding on weekends. I want you putting in 50 to 55 honest hours of work. But when you're in the field for 52 of them and we only have three hours left to work on the business, it's not good. So push your schedule out further, stop booking people in, the same day service, the same week service, build out a three-week lead time because you're blocking off those Thursdays. So if you take nothing off this episode, block off one day a week to actually do high-level system building work because when you're in the field those other four days, you're earning, like you're literally earning money at $20 an hour. That's what you could get someone to replace you to do it. But when you're working on Thursdays on your business, that's like $100 an hour. So I'll take that bet all day. And as you get a good crew, 
some of my clients now have a crew or two now doing their, um, their cleaning or whatever service they provide. Um, they're freed up now to work on their business like 40 hours a week. It's like, can you imagine how many systems you can get done? If I had 40 hours a week of your time, you can grow your business so much quicker. So that's step four. Take that one day off per week. Don't schedule anything and schedule it for the high level system building work. Finally, step five, put up a simple job ad online and hire a technician helper in your business. So you can always search Craigslist, you can search Indeed for competitors ads and you can follow their templates. Now obviously put it in your own words, but you can follow their templates for hiring people. So you gotta spend a little bit of money in this and this gets into the issue of recruiting. Um, we think we can just put you know a $35 Craigslist ad up and get, you know, why is no one wanting to come work for me? It's like, well, you're gonna spend 10 grand on marketing for jobs, but you're gonna spend like, $300 on, on employees. It doesn't make sense. So things are definitely shifting in our world today. Inflation, rising costs of everything, labor shortage. You got to start putting some money into recruiting, into getting some great people. So I've got more content on this, on how to actually get people. Um, but you want to step five, get that simple job add up for hiring a technician helper in your business. And don't be so discouraged if you hire someone and they only last one week. Like for some of my positions, I've hired like five people and the first four like do not work out. And the fifth one is like awesome. So you can't tell me like hiring doesn't work because I've got a team of 13 right now, but we definitely had to go through a number of people who were not good fits or didn't show up for an interview or showed up to orientation or who came for one week or who got sick or who ghosted us. Like you got to go through some of the weeds to actually pick out those like diamonds, right? So take your time with it and be patient, but you got to know where your time's going as a business owner and staying stuck on the truck uh, just doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your business. So um, let me ask you this, would you rather put in 20 hours of work to systematize and work on your business or do you want to continue to work in your business for 40 hours week after week, month after month? So a lot of home service business owners I work with, literally all I want them to do is press pause on their business, ideally for like months to be honest because most people get into pressure washing because they're like, I bought a pressure washer from Home Depot. I'm just going to go at it and start cleaning stuff. And that's fine. But once you start growing the business, you're going to find out, hey, there's actually a component of running the business and cleaning houses is not the business. You're in the customer service business that happens to offer window cleaning or pressure washing or painting, whatever it is. And so... It's all about hitting pause on your business and actually doing that high level strategic work where you can be the CEO in your business and actually step back and build out these proper systems. So I'm going to give you a quick plug for my coaching program here. If you've listened this far, you're probably pretty serious about growing your business. And so I don't want to hard sell you here on the podcast, but I do want to tell you if you've listened this far and you're nodding your head and you're just like, man, that's me. I'm doing like a hundred grand. I've been stuck for two years. I need to get some help to do this stuff. 
um, reach out to me, book a free call with me, send me an email, whatever it is, get a hold of me. You know where I am. Go in the show notes. It'll link you up to everywhere I am online. Connect with me because life is just too short to be building this chaotic business. Um, I believe you can grow your business pretty quickly. Um, for me, I hired a business coach and we moved from 155,000 to 582,000 in one season. And my business became much more legitimate, had more employees, had systems and had structure. So I just, whenever you're ready, hit me up because I want to talk. I want to connect with you. Um, and I don't want to sell you anything you don't need. But the reality is a lot of people get stuck on the truck and it's a sad place to be because life is too short and there's, you know, family time and hobbies and recreation and so many more things that can be enjoyed um, when your business is set up right. And so um, that's the big lever, guys. Most people listening to this episode are kind of trapped in the truck until you start clearing like, you know, $150,000, $200,000 a year in top line revenue. You're kind of still stuck on the truck and you just own a job in your own business. And so... People are like, oh, how long did it take you to get off the truck, David? It took me probably like two months, to be honest. Like I got in, I cleaned a bunch of houses, figured it out, and then I followed my five-step process documentation. I found a helper. He was a student at the time. I got him helping me. I started going to work on marketing, doing in-person quotes, door knocking, booking him up. Then I got him a helper. I got profitable on that first crew. And then I added a second truck and then I did it all again. So you shouldn't need debt to get uh, growing this business. I don't think you need $1 of debt to grow this business. I think you just need some direction, some coaching and some mentorship. And if you get it from me, that's awesome. If you get it from somebody else, that's great too. Literally all I want is you to get some help so you don't stay stuck in your truck. Because let me ask you this, the biggest cost of your business right now is like literally you not knowing. There are hundreds of thousands of home service businesses across the world, across the country that are going about their business same in day in, day out, the same thing. And they're just stuck in the mud and they think, oh, more jobs will certainly fix this. It's like, no, the cost of you not knowing the opportunity cost every time you go out into the field, um, that's what's really costing you. And so if you look at getting help, even if you need to pay someone five, $10,000, whatever it is, if you can get your business actually set up properly, I would just ask, what is that worth to you? There's home service franchises that charge, you know, $100,000 to buy their franchise plus an ongoing royalty fee. So you got that option you can do, or you can actually just get help from an expert, keep the full equity and get your business set up properly. So you got a couple choices here. Um, so yeah, I would say get in touch with me if you're interested in talking, if you're not like hundred percent serious about this thing, just don't, don't reach out to be honest. Cause I only want to work with people that are really serious and like, look, this is my thing. I'm doing a hundred grand. I want to go to 500 or 700 or a million. How do I do that? And I want to do it pretty quickly. I don't want it to take me 14 and a half years. I want to do it in like two years or three years. So those are more the people that that would be a really good fit to reach out. So I hope that this episode brought you some value. Um, some of you have been sending me some nice emails, um, which have been great that these episodes have been helping. Definitely gives me encouragement and motivation to keep making them. Um, I do really enjoy sharing 
free advice, free content, helping those of you who really want to take your business to the next level. Um, it, it just gives me so much excitement because the reality is, guys, if you can get off the truck and you can start building systems and recruiting people and building a local brand, there's no reason you can't grow this thing up to where you're working like, you know, 10 to 15 hours a week in your business. You've got key people in place. You've got a couple crews. You got your pricing dialed in and you can make a, a salary and a 20% net profit having this thing run without you. There's no reason you can't do that. So I would challenge you as you go through your business this next week, look at the bottlenecks of your own mindset because you are your own biggest bottleneck. I'm the biggest bottleneck in my business um, and you are the biggest bottleneck in your business. So just do some high level thinking on, hey, where's my mindset actually limited? Have I been in the field too much? Am I working in my business too much? Is Dave right that you can actually grow this business quicker than just adding like $14,000 a year on my top line? Like maybe I can do it a bit quicker. So I would encourage you as you go forward this week, challenge your beliefs for what's possible and don't buy into the fact that there's nobody good to work out there. Yes, there's a labor shortage, no doubt, but there's still great people you can pick up and attract to your team. Um, you know, if it's just reality, it, it's tough to hire people. Yes. But if you go about this process that I'm telling you to get yourself off the truck, um, it's totally possible. It, it's, it's like hiring a rockstar employee. Honestly, it's like getting a six pack in the gym. It's like incredibly difficult and very few people can do it, but you can't tell me it's impossible because if you eat right every meal and you exercise once a day, give it time and you're going to lose your belly fat and get a six pack. So that's just the level of difficulty that most people aren't prepared to go through. Um, like for me with my diet, I don't have a six pack. I exercise a good amount, but I eat and drink very freely uh, and don't really watch what I eat as much as I probably should. But that's a conscious choice. So I'm not saying it's impossible to get a six pack. It is definitely possible. I believe anything's possible in the world you want to do because my mindset is so big that I believe you can set a goal and work backwards and just program your mind to be successful. So I would challenge you for those of you listening, being like, I get the five-step process. How am I ever going to get great people on my team? It starts with you, the leader, standing up a bit taller and actually saying, I'm building out an incredible opportunity. My business right now is literally at like the second floor of an elevator. And I want to load up that elevator with like 10 people. And we're going to go up to floor 40 and do like a million dollars and get this thing set up. That's how I view my business. I'm on like floor three or four right now. And we want to get to floor 40. Just keep growing the team, growing the um, leaders in my company and being the best leader that I can be. So don't let your own little rinky dink mindset hijack the growth of this thing, because that's what happens with too many home service business owners. They hang out on these crappy Facebook groups for way too many hours, sharing these low negative opinions and they start programming their mind that nothing's possible. So start hanging out with some better people that actually encourage you and inspire you to grow this thing up to the next level and start believing in yourself a little bit too that you're creating an incredible opportunity here for people who don't just want a job, but they actually want to join you and build out a career. So I really hope there's been 
some encouragement on here. Even if you just took one, if one person on this uh, episode took away one takeaway, I'm a happy person because um, that's what I want to do is drop some value on you. So let me know if you want to chat further. Um, even feel free if you don't want to do my program, no problem. Send me an email, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com and just tell me if you're getting value from these episodes or DM me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me there as well at homeservicebusinesscoach. Uh, would be great to connect with you. Um, even if it's a short messenger conversation, be uh, good to connect. So thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode today. I really try to bring you value each and every single one. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care, guys. We'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.